Yeah, we feel like laughing. That's the <laughs> yeah, that's guess what's going yeah, on. Good. <laughs> so, uh, so Joe and I were talking recently, and, and uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and he said something that really startled me. <laughs> I've never seen anything Monty Python related. Yeah, wow. And I said Sad. what? <laughs> <laughs> and I said it's on your list. <laughs> And yeah. you said, Oh, I know. I'm Andrew Lindy. I'm Bethany Brinton. I'm Cheryl Jones. I'm Joe Myers. I'm Elisa Gonzalez. I'm Brock Powell. And this is It's On My List. So we watched Life of Brian. It was on our list. Yes. And that's the one that we watched. Why did we watch Life of Brian? I don't know why that. I was just wondering that. Why did that one come up first? I don't remember why we picked this one over. I think we had, I think we brought, we had a little production meeting before doing our first episode. Mm -hmm. And I think that one specifically came up. Oh, it's because I hadn't seen all of it mm. and someone oh, else here yeah I, i've never seen never it seen okay before, yeah before this so assignment. there were three of us who had never either had never seen it or i like maybe i saw it i don't know but i don't remember so we will have to do holy grail for at sure at some point yes. i was gonna say this is not my favorite python movie i, I love agree. Python. Same. i agree yes. i agree with you but, totally. but you said yeah. you've never seen anything python does that mean you've never seen flying circus the series Nope. You've never oh seen ske- like a sketch? You've never seen like the cheese shop? Have you ever seen what? the human being I, John Cleese? How, <laughs> how did you get through high school without without? It just never came Python. up. Yeah, it never, wow. I mean, I knew some of the, I like, oh, it's a, only a flesh wound. Yes. I don't yeah. know what that's from, but wow. I know it's Monty Python. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're okay. watching Holy But it's weird, sure. though, because I saw Time Bandits in the theater, so that should have kicked bandits. off like that, a whole Monty Python thing. Brazil? I did, but later in life. Okay, so you Time Bandits? Yes. Baron Munchausen and Brazil which were all directed by Terry Gilliam. Yes. Gilliam. Love Monkeys is one of my favorite science fiction movies ever, but none of those things ever made me go back. And part of it was I had heard, so. like when I say I never saw it, you've never seen, (laughs) and it just kind of became a thing where I'm like, well, I hope it's not built up too much to where when I finally do watch it, I hate it. No. Because I think the only thing worse than saying, oh, I've never seen it is I've seen it and I don't like it. Right, that's true. (laughs) Right. With Python, I especially, that would be a shame. Don't think that's possible. I really, Grail. really After don't seeing this, I don't think it's possible either. Oh, good, <laughs> good. good. That's good. good. I was good. a little concerned. So. No, no, I, yes. Prior to seeing this, I did see at the Hollywood Bowl the opera, Not the Messiah, He's a Very Naughty Boy, which is the, the opera <laughs> version of Life of Brian that Eric Idle has created. Interesting. When was that? That was, a, I don't know, a few years ago, three or four years ago, maybe. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it, he did it like in London, I think, as well and stuff. So, But I, sh- I wish I had seen the movie first, so I really got what was happening in the okay. opera. But still, it was fun. But because it was operatic, you know, it's hard to understand. Mm-hmm. Just the, the literal words that they're singing can be difficult to 
grasp. Yeah, I so. don't know how Monty Python plays in opera form. Yeah, yeah, it was odd, but you know that's what you expect from Eric Idle, right? Yeah. So right. it was it was good in that sense. Uh, can I start off with a question? Yeah. Do you guys have a favorite Python? Your yes, you, I do. You can sit. You can participate. Uh, <laughs> I will say this: uh, Terry would be my default, just because I love his films. Yeah, Terry. Yeah. Now there's two Terrys in Pythons. So you have Terry Jones, who plays a lot of the females, including the mother in this. Yes. And Terry Gilliam, who was known Holy Grail. He played Patsy and a lot of other yeah. parts. And he's mm-hmm. the he's one of the he's the kind of like weird um, prison guard in this movie, yes. <laughs> <laughs> which is perfectly my Terry favorite. Gilliam. That's yes. absolutely one of his. That was a good okay, favorite, characters. Favorite Python. Oh, I mean, it's a it's a real close one between Eric Idle and John Cleese. Those are because they're so good everywhere else too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, versatility. Yeah, I would probably say John Cleese just because I could pick him out of a lineup. It would take me two seconds to go. That, which one's Eric? That one. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like the tall one. That one. Uh, absolutely, one hundred percent, Michael Palin. I have I had a lifelong crush on him. I still do. Um, for me, it's John Cleese. Mostly, I watched him walk across the street in Santa Monica, and I just really wanted to see a silly walk. I was just going <laughs> to say, did he silly walk? He but just I should always do that. I stared at him the entire time. I was more oh my gosh. entranced about the walk than... than I wonder if he's place. conscious of that and ever screws with sure. someone. And just, <laughs> That'd like, be great. Well, actually, I just, I just remembered. I think I know why John Cleese is my favorite. because I, So I grew up in Wisconsin, and for some unknown reason, I don't know why. Don't ask me why. I can't give you an explanation. There was some... Why? Yeah, there, there's <laughs> on the radio. There's every year. There's like some public auction. I want to say it has to do with like PBS or something to raise money for something. But John Cleese does the the ad every year. It's local to oh. Wisconsin. It's local wow. to Milwaukee. And he says, "Hello, John Cleese here. If this isn't your pint of beer, your cup of tea, then like I'm like, what are you doing here? And why <laughs> I'm enjoying wild. this? But what are you talking to the people of Wisconsin for? <laughs> I think that so yeah. The only two pythons that I have not yet had the pleasure of seeing perform live uh, are Terry Jones and this <laughs> is right out of my head. <laughs> Gra- Graham Chapman, who... Well, obviously Graham, Graham Chapman. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'm not old enough to have gotten to see him. No, uh, uh, good Lord, what just happened? Brain! Terry Gilliam, Terry Jones, Eric Idle, John Cleese. Michael Palin. Oh, Michael Palin, Palin. yes, duh, Terry the one Gilliam. I like the, one the best. Yeah. I've never, I've never gotten to see him. The one you will propose to when you see him live. Yes, absolutely, I don't care how old he is. That's the one that I, I have very sadly never gotten to see him in person, but the rest I have seen. Eric Idle, I've seen multiple times. He does all kinds of crazy shows around town, and yeah. Mm-hmm. My favorite's Michael Palin because okay. when you when you watch these movies and and like Flying Circus and you you watch the way their comedy works, you are watching. It's like a, a comedy symphony. Like they yes. each have a music, the way they speak. And Michael Palin's music is the most surprising because <laughs> it's always it's all he he's so great at playing the dumb characters. Yes, and it just makes me makes me so happy. It's yes. just like, I love John Cleese because uh-huh. of course John Cleese always has that sort of thing. Oh, yes. yes, right, very good. And like <laughs> Michael Palin kind of has like a couple different tones that he could do and a couple different things. Like you know, he plays the really nice guy who's like crucifixion, great over here. But then he does the music like when he does the dumb guy that's like uh, you know in Holy Grail, which I won't spoil anything. But it's like. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm being depressed and like he's, yes. he's so good at throwing himself into that. Yes. Um, it was Galahad that that made me fall in love with Michael Palin. Okay, yes. yes, it's that balance of like playing the straight character 
and and he just he throws himself in there. I he, he and John Cleese are two of my favorite yes. performers, mm-hmm. yeah. and they play off of each other very very well. Yes. Very, very well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So at the risk of being wrong, I think I know him from A Fish Called Wanda. Yes. Mm-hmm. Michael Palin and John, and John Cleese, Cleese were both certainly. in A Fish yes. Called yes. Wanda. Yes. And yeah, Michael Palin. I, know, I mean, I know who John Cleese and yeah. Eric Idle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew them. I, <laughs> yeah. But Michael Palin is in A Fish Called Wanda. Um, yes. Okay. And he was also in. He was in Brazil. He plays the doctor. Yes, in Brazil. he's wonderful mm-hmm. in Brazil. Been a while since I've seen that one. I love that movie so much. Uh, who Me hasn't too. seen that? I have not seen Brazil. Ooh, I, I know of it. I know of oh, it. Oh, I'm so excited. You will really, <laughs> I think you might down. like it. It's, it's that's good. the sci fi thing with the weird baby sort of. head, right? Yep. See, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a little part of it. It's a tiny little there's bit. Great yes. music. Okay, right. I mean, there's it's a big called Brazil, oddly enough. It's one of those, one of those where it's like it's on my list. Yeah. <laughs> towards the bottom. Hey, right. <laughs> we got through Gone with Time the Wind. You get through Brazil, <laughs> I guarantee. Has everyone seen Time Bandits? Yes, I've that not. is one yeah. of my nope. all-time favorites. Is, no. is it another? Is it a Monty Python? Yes, or much spiritually, unofficially Monty Python. Terry Gilliam directed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you guys ever see Jabberwocky? Yes. No. no. No, I haven't. That's on my list. That's on my list. Right, That's a that weird one. That's a Terry. A Terry. Yeah, I've heard of that. Gilliam kind of Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, I know. I want to see it, but I'm a little concerned. Yeah, because I've heard it's really weird. <laughs> I love the weirder the better. Yes. Yeah. Ah, I'm a Terry Gilliam. When am, I, when am I going to get the man who killed Don Quixote? That's what I want. I don't think Ooh. you're ever going to get that. It's It's a coin toss right now because there's that yes. rights issue that's being brought up. Yes, which keeps flip flopping back and forth. Yeah. So I think it will get I mean, it eventually. I think it's just funny. It's funny to me. At Lots this point. of people <laughs> hated. <laughs> it is, but it's like there's been deaths and floods. Yes. And floods and recasting and well, right stealing. So that kind of goes right along the line with like the sort of things that happen with the pythons. Um, it can be very hard for them to get their things funded. Life of mm-hmm. Brian. Yeah. Had a very famous patron who donated some money. Who has yeah. a cameo in the movie. And that is George Harrison. That's right. My favorite oh. beetle. Your favorite beetle with your favorite pythons. Yes. <laughs> Wait, yes. was he? Was He's he... in the, uh, I, I noted it down when it happened. He is in the, there's a scene. It's <laughs> when you're coming near the end. Uh, hold on. It's in my notes somewhere. <laughs> I can't. Oh, here it is. Uh, mm, 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 mm. There's a crowd scene uh, near the end. They're like moving. Yes. When they've all come to see him there, everybody's standing outside yes. to see the Messiah out his window. Yes. And we're we'll all get, individual. Sh- <laughs> yes. I'm sure we'll come back to that scene. And then uh, inside, they're walking him down through the house, basically out. And there's like a bunch of people in the like the lower level of this mm-hmm building they're in and he's there's a, a guy who they say this is the gentleman it's something like uh this is the gentleman who's doing the sermon on the mount something like that I okay. did, they, it was really quick and i watched it twice and i couldn't get what they said but that was george he just says he says hello that's all he says <laughs> and, and it's george. just super fast okay but it was his handmade films Yes, funded yeah, the movie, which films. is also who did Time Bandits and That's a right. bunch of those oh, movies. He gave yeah. him four million dollars to make this wow. make this movie because um, yeah. he read the script and he's like, I want to see it because he's awesome because <laughs> he's great. Interesting. That would be me as a really wealthy person, right? Yes, <laughs> I really want to see movie. this. Here, <laughs> I think at the heart, that's what Kickstarter was supposed to be, yeah. right? It was supposed to be a way for people who had like agreed and didn't have like a lot of wealth to mm-hmm. be able to be like, yeah, I can give ten dollars alongside everything yeah. else. But then it turned into this whole thing of like, kickstart this product that then we will sell back to you. Yeah, always <laughs> oh, weird to me. Anyhow, um, I have to say, I um, I I believe I watched Life of Brian for the first time a couple of years ago. 
And so watching it again for this, it was just kind of like, oh, yeah, I remember these jokes. Like, I, I, I remember it as funny, but it, it's not as funny for some reason to me the second time. There were a couple of jokes yeah. that stood out that I was very much like, oh, my God, this is the the how specific their humor is got me because it's so good every time is the um, after the opening sequence. And then they come in and they they say, you know, it's like uh, whatever uh, BC. Oh, yes. And then it's around tea time. I was like, yes. Oh my God, that's <laughs> perfect. Beautiful. AD 33, Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon. <laughs> Almost, uh, about tea time. Yeah. yeah. About tea time. <laughs> that killed me. Uh, but I don't know. I feel like some of the religion stuff feels very like, okay, we get it. Like religion yeah. is funny. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of have that. Like it's kind of the same thing throughout the movie where it's just, yeah. It's a one note yeah. joke. They kind of keep and, they're, and it's fine some of them are laugh out loud some aren't but it is so it's enjoyable yeah it's just yeah it is like like a one note yeah. kind of a thing yeah i don't quite mind that one note kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> what is your first just python now experience seeing it, be so. my first time it may be on repeated viewings that i will come to that conclusion it, it but will be after you see the other things they've done yeah. Yeah. then you'll say okay this that one's good but not as good as yeah because then the you others. start comparing and, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah, especially for when they made it i mean in the 70s yeah i think 79? i read that they people actually protested and yeah. oh yeah like a oh, bunch there, of, there were many many protests. some people didn't want to put it out because i think it was if they blasphemous. made it again it, it would be protesting. oh definitely now. Oh, for sure <laughs> 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 it it does now. What's interesting is you're not seeing you've, you're seeing this out of sequence of when the movies were released, so you haven't seen Holy Grail. Does that matter though? No, I, mm-hmm. I think I think I it does think matter so. only because some of the the structure of the comedy that they that they utilize is done in Holy Grail and done better. Yeah, like I the stoning so. scene and the yes. crowd scene and the yeah. dynamics of that feels very much like the oh, but witch it, scene. I, I think it'll be interesting oh, yes. for you to go and watch that next maybe and see, oh, it's done even better here. Okay. So and, and it's sillier. I, I this this movie is is very funny and silly and there's some really crazy things like yeah. the alien thing and the <laughs> thing <laughs> the three times because I was like, I thought I missed something. <laughs> like, That's the beauty of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, there's, there's this, whole, it I was like, there's oh, this yep. whole chase going on. The Romans are are chasing are chasing, uh, uh, what is his name? Brian. 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 Duh, God. Oh, it's Life. Man. His name is Life. <laughs> <laughs> Whose life is it? Yeah. Uh, uh, so they're chasing Brian. And uh, I, all I can think of was Graham Chapman at the moment. Yes. But yeah, and he just like falls off this tower. And before he hits the ground, a spaceship An alien comes spaceship. by that he falls into. They go through a whole space chase. That's when I checked what year it was because I thought, was it the same year as Star Wars? So they did that. But no, it was a few years later. No. It was and, the same year as Alien. Okay, yeah. that might be it. Yeah, so there's this whole I, space yeah. chase. And then the spaceship crashes back on Earth exactly right where he would have landed. Was. And it just picks up from there. <laughs> They're back to the chase. Yeah, that's, that's brilliant. So funny. But it's interesting because the whole the whole thing follows like it it is a parody of religion. Yes. But there are some weird moments where it's parodying like the theme song into it's kind of James Bondy. It's very James Bondy. I it's love exactly that yes. Opening I thought theme. it was great. And that then was you're right. Amazing. There's a little like a little alien, a little Star Wars parody with yes. the aliens thing. Um, there's like some a couple other moments that I are Just escaping me right lots now. Lots of jokey bits. <laughs> I I don't know. I I enjoyed it overall, and like I don't say this as a disclaimer, but like I am a Christian, mm-hmm. and and going into this movie, I think I'd heard from a few people that they didn't like it, and I've heard from people who are just like, oh, it's just terrible, and it it 
gives Christians a bad name and stuff. And so like, I, and I, I didn't think that going in. I'm just like, all right, I just want to see what this is about. Yeah. And as soon as it started, I'm like, it's just Monty Python making jokes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and and I, I enjoy that aspect of it. And I think honestly, my favorite part was just seeing like British actors do all this old, old Judaism, like time period stuff, which, which happened in like big epics, like, like 10 commandments and stuff like right, that. You right. have all these, these English accents. Oh yes. And, but here it was like John Cleese as a Roman soldier. I'm like, all right, this is cool. Yeah. You just, you just, it's Python. You just roll with yes, it. It's fine. Yes. It's, it was, you know, it was funny. I enjoyed it. I love the Latin lesson on the wall. Oh, oh my yeah. God. That's so, so great. I, I, do it again or I'll cut your pole. <laughs> A hundred times. times. <laughs> so yes, that he's literally writing graffiti on the wall, and the and the it's Romans an catch him, but then give him a grammar lesson yes, and yes. make him write it again. So he covers the entire wall with it. Yes, yes, it's fantastic. And, and there's some, and Python's really good at like like drawing a joke out to where it's not funny and then funny again. Yes. Yeah, the Romans going in to search that one. Oh my apartment, god! Running in, running out. It goes. Excuse me. There was a spot we didn't check. There was a spot. <laughs> and then still nothing. Right. It's, That's yeah. still not nothing. the right spot. Well, we found the spoon. I, I love the the haggling. The guy. Yes. He's like, you yes. have to haggle. Oh he's like, can I say fourteen? He's like, fourteen. That's an insult. <laughs> you told me to say that. Haggling was good. Yeah, <laughs> I, and, and there was I, like Michael Palin again. We, I've admitted my bias, but yes. where he's like the leper who's like oh, Jesus yes. healed oh, me, and yeah. I don't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. that. I made good. note of that because like that's just perfect. Like yeah, he, he healed you, he did this miracle, but now what? Now I don't have any way to make, make money. money. Like, yes. And I liked how hoppy he yeah, was. He just kept falling all around. Right. And just so, so much energy. Yes. He was, oh my God, that man. You ask him to turn you back um, into a leper. <laughs> so th- this was filmed in Tunisia. Yes. Wow. Which is the same shooting location as... It's, yes, Star Wars, right? Yes. Okay. So wow. it was so hot. Yeah. Well, they, they were reusing sets from another religious film I had read. I can't yeah. remember the name of yeah, it. I can't like, remember the, the name sets of were either. great. I almost yeah. want to yeah. say like Jesus Christ Superstar, but yeah. maybe not. <laughs> yeah, no, no it's like, a serious one. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, well, you might not be wrong though. Yeah, because they, they the like, Jesus Christ Superstar movie back in the in the seventies. It was, was around the same time and they like built their whole set from scratch when they it did was that. Like mm. Scaffolding. It was a very minimal thing. And, yeah, yeah. It wasn't really yeah. Who knows? Well and I uh I had read into uh how how this film even came about was while they were promoting um the holy grail was that they uh, i think it was john john, john cleese or Eric, one of them made a joke of like oh yeah our next uh film it's going to be called jesus christ's uh, passion of or lust for life or something like they, he came up with a dumb title because they wouldn't stop asking like what's oh. next what's next what's next and then from that they were like well could could we do that <laughs> and so they they it was something they had started not with uh, they were like, could we do Jesus as a character? And they were like, actually, Jesus is kind of nice. Like, we don't want to goof on him. Right. And I like, I like what they did where they, they open with him yeah. and then you just zoom out. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. So they, they came up with this alternate character of like, what if someone was just around the same time, yep. around the same age? So well, yeah. I had read that like, the original concept was to have Brian be the 13th apostle, mm. but oh, wow. he missed every big major thing that happened <laughs> in Jesus' life, which Shows I think would have been hilarious yeah, to see great. that too. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. 
Well, I liked when you do have Jesus, you know, giving a sermon on the Mount kind of thing. And then, and, and everybody's bickering. Everybody's like, I can't hear. What did he say? And, <laughs> and they're Listen to yeah. the cheesemakers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> getting it all wrong. And then they're getting into fights about big noses. And, <laughs> and, and then you have the rich people, of course, walking by. And they're like, well, it's the meek who are the problem. And, you know, and they're going on. Like, nothing changes. Absolutely nothing yeah. changes. <laughs> And the whole, like, you believe whatever you want to believe when they're talking to him. Like, well, the real Messiah wouldn't say they're Messiah. He's like, but I, or he's saying I'm yes. not. They're like, oh, the real Messiah wouldn't say it anyway. He's like, oh, then I am the Messiah. They're like, see, we knew it. Yes. <laughs> yes, everybody's so desperate just to find a person to follow that they take anything. And then, yeah, he loses his, his sandal. And they're like, it's the Messiah's it's sandal. The sandal. We should all go with one sandal. And <laughs> yes, they're all really really what he's saying. Uh. <laughs> For me, this movie, it, my favorite part is the ending. The, oh, yes. Yes, of course. The, the clap, but, yes. But not just the song, but the context of the song and this whole idea of like, and, and not to, on the opposite, I am a, I, I'm a former Christian and who's now relatively agnostic. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really kind of interesting because it is was the earliest introduction I can remember um, always look on the bright side of life when they're on the cross and right. they do this tap dancing, like just the <laughs> pure comedy. A choreographed dance number while being crucified. Yes, yes, is so funny, <laughs> both on paper and on screen. Right, because who would ever words, do that? Yeah, the, the words that they're singing. Oh God, they're it's a, no, an amazing song. We're, we're so like, don't take life seriously. Right, and, like you die in the end, and the last joke's on you. Right, and it's really was the first time I ever had that perspective of like you get one go around and and you get to control. Yeah. How you relate to the things that happen to you, mm-hmm. and right. it was—it's right. just a really great message to leave uh, the movie with in a way that, ironically, yeah. isn't preachy. No pun intended. But <laughs> I really love the ending. and it's kind of become like that, like the most famous Python song. Mm-hmm. Yes, and they've got so many amazing songs from the TV show, yeah. from the movies. Uh, that is that and the lumberjack song are like the oh, yes. two Jack. songs <laughs> yes you, now have you seen um spamalot of course a multitude of times now yes <laughs> how do you feel about this song's inclusion in spamalot I, I, well i thought it was weird oh, just it the first time just because why is a song that's not part of the holy grail in spamalot which is the holy grail which already has plenty of songs <laughs> right why right. why don't you just do a musical life of brian which he did with the opera but it works. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, eh, put it in everything. Why not? Yeah. It's Python. I want to say it's that fun. song's probably the song everybody expects to hear anyway. Yes. Mm-hmm. So and it's a not? delight, and you can sing along with it. And, and like that was, that was one of the only things I knew about this movie going in, was I'm just like, oh, yeah, the bright side of life scene. Right. <laughs> like, that's all that I knew. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, that's the most famous part of it, yes. <laughs> yeah, I liked, I liked the, the various bits. I, li- I think my favorite part, the part that made me laugh out loud just because i was not expecting it was was the 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 creepy prisoner assistant yeah who's, who's balding and just ugly <laughs> yes. and deaf and they do all these things with him and then oh they're trying to find brian to to go save him and then he leaves and he's talking to his compatriot oh so anyway i was going about yeah, like, oh my nice. that, yes. <laughs> i have to tell you that that is one of the hardest when, when you when you act in a scene yes and it is so difficult to get to get someone on the same page comedically to to 
to do those things as a character. Like the idea that a character is talking a certain way. Yes. And then like, and then the other guy's totally stuttering. Yeah. But there's also these moments of like, like in Beetlejuice where Michael Keaton's doing this whole thing. Like, you know, the exorcist is funny. Like I've seen it a thousand times and it's funny every time. Like what are your qualifications? Oh, well I went to Juilliard. It's funny. It's funny. It's so funny. You have it's to commit to it. You have to finesse it. Yes. And yeah. so that is one yes. of the things that like whenever like certain performances I'll try to do, I'll try and it doesn't a lot of times it doesn't work. Yeah, you have to but set it up very very it, carefully. The idea that the idea that this being has a really proper like, oh, hello. Yes. It's hilarious. If the Tasmanian devil was Oh, you just uh, get up. <laughs> yes, yes. Comedy. I, I thought it was interesting also that there's a a basically a transgender character. Yes, and I they love didn't. That. And oh, and yes. I thought like when and it women. happened, I thought, oh, they're really gonna like go too far with this, and they didn't. I no. thought like I mean, yeah, okay, they did it for comedic effect, but. That there is a character who who you know is is it called Stan, and then <laughs> and then he says, well, actually, I'd, I'd like to be called Loretta. Loretta, yes. And then and then they all agree in this. They're in this sort of anarchist group, right? And so and then they decide they're all gonna they're all gonna fight the oppressors and they're gonna fight for his right to have babies, even though he can't have, have babies, he should have the right to have babies. <laughs> so they're gonna that. fight for that. I'm like progressive that, that bit was that bit was funny i thought because they because he, he started just like yes and all our brothers or sisters yes or sisters and then he just loses his train of thought and I'm like, wow if that isn't right. accurate to today yeah don't forget everyone what was i talking about yeah but but right and and that's the thing that's that's so like this in today today's world it's so difficult to make jokes because you're worried about offending people and you get hung up on like lgbtq plus Plus, you know, like, and like if you, the, mm -hmm. the heart of the moment is like inclusiveness. Yes. But people get so on both sides, progressive and, and the, the yeah. other side of like, oh, you didn't say it right. You didn't include uh -huh. that, that, and that. So it's, yeah, it's funny. Like, it's funny. <laughs> That's, that was the one thing I, I feel like I had forgotten from my first watch is the, there is some weird politics stuff from the seventies mixed into this film. That I, I mean, uh, not being uh, being born later than that time, uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I fully get it, but I get the jokes, like the having the the uh, People's Liberation Front and the oh like, yes, yes, and, yes. and well, and then they had cut out a whole. I'd read this, and I, I don't know how I never read this before. They'd cut out a whole other group, um, the that shows up just at the end to commit suicide in front of brian mm -hmm. that group was supposed to be in the entire film but they cut them out oh, wow. because uh. they that group that group was actually i believe they said they thought it would be actually too offensive to jewish people that group oh wow because yeah. their leader looks like hitler oh interesting. Like, uh. I, and i was like oh yeah the, i remember that part and i and i'm like that's weird that they cut out a whole plot line and I, I think it kind of works though yeah they they the they said works. the only reason why they don't why they didn't cut them out of the end is because of Continuity. Those dead yeah, bodies are right. seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Others watching yeah. over them. I yes. think the joke. Yeah, the joke sure, works. They set it up well. And yeah. Like, right. oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was just another weird thing coming up. I was saying, like, okay, wow. Yeah, you have, you have yeah. people following gourds and the other people following sandals. sandals. Why not this other random yeah. group yeah. Yeah. And killing themselves? Yeah. <laughs> Funny. And they all wanted the same thing, but just hated each other because they right. were a different. Right. Yeah. That was I that was good. That. The fight scene right before they were about to grab the Caesar's wife or whatever. <laughs> I, I think that's my thing about Life of Brian. Is it, it it's a that's funny movie. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. Like I think it, that's funny. Conceptually funny. Conceptually it's funny. Yeah. And when you see it, it's funny. But 
um, Holy Grail and like Meaning of Life, there are moments in those movies that are like laugh out loud funny. Yeah, like, yeah this is cars. a watch it once every few years kind of movie and laugh. And those others are watch them. You could watch them every day and they're mm-hmm. still funny yeah. every mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Yeah. This movie I could totally put on like if I was, you know, uh, drawing or, or how, you know, you just to have it in the background because there's yeah. just so many things back there that, you know, you, it, it, I'd love it. I just, yeah. <laughs> Just the way, like, like you were saying, the the joke, you know, with the the people having, you know, they're rushing to try and catch the guy, and they're having a hard time spitting the words out, and then just having the normal conversation as soon as he's gone. Yes, right. <laughs> I, 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 I think I that had was to the bring part it up again because I just love them uh, so much, and it was perfect. so funny. It was yeah. just the most perfect. unexpected thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like the line where where Brian says, "I'm not the Messiah," and I think it's John Cleese. Somebody says. I say you are, and I should know I've followed a few. I should know I've followed a few. (laughs) That got me. That got me. Isn't that, that's everything in a nutshell right there. What have the Romans given us? Yes, what are the Romans for the roads, except for the roads. For roads, yes, education, roads, medicine, wine. aqueduct. Well, besides those. Yeah. Dragged out. And every time he brought up a new thing, they're like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Jones is, I mean, Terry Jones' performance in this is so great. It's yes. Brian's mother. Yes. Oh, um, <laughs> show, show. Uh, a what? <laughs> He's but, always brilliant as a woman. But, <laughs> so he, he, Brian's mother's a prostitute. Yep. Uh, and uh, there's this <laughs> really briefly when she mentions the Roman centurion that she slept with. Yes. And she describes him leaving her life as a as a rat in an aqueduct. <laughs> <laughs> I, I missed that. It's so quick. I, too. I missed like that line too. Like a rat in an aqueduct. Just, like a, just the visual. Of like <laughs> I've, heard, I've I've seen this movie a lot. Oh, I've God. heard that line, and it never caught me until like Rachel <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. That's good. Jeez. And then you have the oh. obvious jokes, the the biggest dickest. Biggest dickest. Biggest, biggest dickest. Well, I was 43 and I laughed like I was 13. That's very much, a, that's very much like a name. Mel Brooks joke, right? It's yeah. a yeah. Mel Brooks would, thing. Yeah. And oh, yeah. my favorite part about that scene, I'm like, okay, the joke is funny. But if you watch, they are trying so hard not to laugh. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like uh, the, the, the emperor, he's standing there, he'll say his line, and then he'll just like really, really clench his <laughs> face. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was the most enjoyable part. I, and the, and again, that's an example of that comedic. Like it comes back around because yes. it's like yes. uh, that scene goes on like wobble and it, like, it goes on for over and over and over. And then and then once we get done, biggest dickus is like biggest I'll dick. help, and he's got a list with all the S names. Yes. Holy shit! Like you don't you don't want to make fun of people with speech impediments, and yet in comedy they are always it's, funny. It, people falling will always yes. be funny. But people if there are people funny with a speech impediment, it would be like it, it's like these are characters that you're not rooting for who happen to have right. a speech impediment, and it makes it it makes them less scary. It makes them less. <laughs> yes, you know, like if, if Hitler the had the hiccups. And he like <laughs> it's really hard done to that? take That'd that guy hilarious. seriously. Yes. I will not do my Hitler impression. I am angry I didn't watch this as a kid. Okay. Because I think it would be one of my favorite comedies. Because this was about the time I'm on the other side, like about age four, I decided I was an atheist. Okay. <laughs> well, that's early. So this, it was. <laughs> because I watched the Southern Baptist minister say that Satan was in arcade games. And I was oh, like, yeah. this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> and if you think that, I question every single thing that you've said that I've, <laughs> when I've been in this building. 
And then I also saw another movie that I'll talk about on your show once that kind of informed me of like, oh, okay. But I do, I think I would have loved this and it would have been one that I would watch over and over and over. (laughs) Yeah, see, I was was raised on a steady diet of Saturday Night Live and Monty Python's Flying Circus. So Uh, (laughs) this, yeah, this is squarely my humor zone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were the same age, though. Yeah. That that makes sense. I didn't get to see Saturday Night Live until I was well in the middle school. Yeah. Uh, My my dad raised me on, you know, all that stuff. It was was all inappropriate for young kids, but it was wonderful. So my my parents, when my parents got divorced, I moved in with my my grandparents, and they were really instrumental in raising me. And I had been, the the first half of my life was a lot of SNL, a lot of like, you, you know, like... Ghostbusters, those sort of yes. like circa eighties kind of humor films, mm-hmm. um, and then my grandfather went back and showed me like Carl Reiner and yeah, uh, Mel wow. Brooks, two thousand year old man, and all these really great things. And then we, he had never really gotten into Monty Python, but his boss at the time told him that we should watch Holy Grail because he thought I would like it. So my <laughs> yeah. grandfather and I got into Monty Python together at the same time. That's great. And then he was really not okay with cursing or anything like that because he was religious. But he'd buy me the albums, because why not? <laughs> so I would reenact Monty Python sketches at the dinner table, but I'd yes. have to edit them out. So I would, <laughs> <all the laughs> would self censor. I would have to self censor them because the minute, you know, there was an F word, yeah. my grandfather would like ah, and wouldn't enjoy it. But but you take the curse yeah. words out, which I think makes it funnier. Yeah. It's still funny. John Cleese saying <laughs> is so great. It's gonna have to get beeped out. But um, <laughs> Uh, so I would have to act out the sketches all by myself, and so I yes, would do like my favorite marvelous. is the cheese, the cheese shop. Sketch. Oh, cheese shop is great. Favorite, which I'll have to show cheese you. Cheese shop and I think orange, orange and um, how to how to not be seen. Well, I had I had friends in high school who would not stop doing the burying the cat thing. I they're, don't. Yeah, they're all so great. And, it, and uh, can we put meaning of life down? Because I love it. Yes, I love of that course we can. Well. well, I I have on our list. It just says all on our collective Python. list. Yeah, it's all Python. I think so I mixed up meaning of life with life of Brian. <laughs> I think I think I thought they were like the same thing. Yeah, something. Okay, so now I remember meaning. I haven't seen that. All one either. of their movies, in some way or another, skewer religion. It would appear. <laughs> That's true. Well, I mean, it's the, the holy it's the grail truth. does sure. in its in its basic form. It's you know, and I like the bit meaning of life. Very certainly does. Catholicism and Protestantism. They only made three movies, right? Or there was another one, wasn't there? There's like a concert film. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the same. Yeah. But um, Meaning of Life was always my favorite because there's there's so many great moments and sketches, and it was basically like, no, now for something completely different. Yes. Yes, that's Mm. the one. Yeah, yeah. I love that one. That's another movie Mm -hmm. that they made. that That was. It was their, wasn't that their first one? And they, it was basically a lot of their own sketches, but they the, refilmed them. Yes. For the, for the and picture, yeah. the reason why it even, I kind of remember the reason why it even did so well was because there was no real home video and there was no reruns. So for a lot of people, this was you the way to, to go see. see it. I was going to say, I don't know that I've seen it, but if there was it's a time that, where you couldn't get you know. anything you wanted on demand <laughs> yeah, in I, seconds. I remember what? that. It's so weird. I don't know how I survived it. Before Disney's timeline. Before Disney bought every company because uh, yeah. this may air after the fox disney merger finally this goes through true. and they'll own if it 40 percent of the box office. oh yeah they'll, they'll own 40 percent of hulu oh no more than hulu they'll, they'll own 40 percent of each one of us that's true. <laughs> well more Your soul is being auctioned off as a happy independent okay contractor with, with the walt disney company i'm very excited <laughs> i was gonna say i spent a long time working for disney i'm fine with it i'm fine with it 
They me already too. own me. <laughs> me hey, as long as I get the X Men <laughs> and the Avengers together, I'm, I want I'm a Fantastic Four film. Yes, that's good. That's all I want. Yes. <laughs> I actually, actually, I, I read I read an argument slash essay on the only good Fantastic Four movie is The Incredibles. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> really funny. Think about it. I, that proves that it could work. It I, is, I but actually, it's been done. Why I, do we need one? I hated I hated the first Incredibles. <gasps> I'm sorry, I'm that, you're sorry. It's not, it's not my favorite <laughs> Pixar, I but know. I like it. I like it. Sidetrack. We have to go on this tangent. Why? Um, We've all seen Incredibles, huh? Yes. yes. Okay, good. And I just saw Incredibles Honestly, too, I, there are a lot of reasons for it, but I think I had a friend, uh, my friend Austin, who is uh, uh, my co-host on, on Pop Podcast, and my best friend and a great guy, um, was like, honestly, I understand why you didn't like Incredibles because I did not have the best, like my parents got divorced, and he was like, and it's kind of that's it. Like you did, you didn't have an example of a family unit that stayed together and like was like, I was like, I honestly, I've never consciously thought of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh that my god, make, I think you're right. Like I was like, that well, that's ridiculous. Sense, yeah. Those kids didn't get grounded or yelled at. So yeah. right, and and I think it was as simple as that because Fantastic Four is my favorite superhero team. I love Pixar. Okay, okay um, it makes okay. no sense that I don't love this movie. But I, but Incredibles. That's, but, well, because yeah, Incredibles, yeah. I mean, it's about superheroes, but it's really, it's about the family. It's about the family. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's about the family. That makes okay. sense. Yeah. That, that I can kind of do. And when it. it came out, it was right after my parents' right. divorce. Timing. So it's all these things. And it was on a really bad date in uh, middle school. <laughs> Uh. Most of my life consists of bad dates. <laughs> Is there like any good dates thing. in the middle school? <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking because I, I was going to say, I didn't go on any. So oh, I don't man. know. You got a date? I never got a date. A reverse tangent. I get dates. I met. Michael Chiklis the other day. Wow. <laughs> who, the thing is my favorite superhero. Yeah. Okay. And I actually don't think he sucks. I don't think he's bad in the Fantastic He was the Formers. best part of those Fantastic Four. No, everyone likes him, yeah. But I didn't realize it was Michael Chiklis because in my defense, I was enjoying a happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> and at this place, they let you have dogs. And I, I don't have a dog. So I go to this place because I want a dog desperately, but I don't have what an apartment big enough to have dogs. So I drink at this bar where there's dogs. And there was a, a pug named Tony Romo. No, oh. Tony, yes. who's the football player? Tony yeah. Romo. Tony Romo was the box name, and I was obsessed. And Tony Romo's owner happens to be Michael Chiklis. <laughs> so oh, you were giving all best. your attention so to up, the dog. I look up and he goes, oh, that's Michael Chiklis, and then back down to Ojo Boo <laughs> I'm sure he appreciated that, actually. And to quote the, the philosopher Randy Newman. Mackey has a dog named Tony, Tony Romo. Tony Romo. makes my year. That's amazing. Yeah. I liked it. So at the very end of the movie, and the music's you know, still going, and uh, they do say that they say at the end of it, look at that, it's the end of the picture. And then say, incidentally, this record's available in the foyer. Yes. <laughs> oh, I do remember <laughs> that, yes. But then it, then it goes further at the very end of the credits. Oh, I hope no. you all watch to the very end. Nope. Uh, oh, always watch to the end of the credits. But at the very end of the credits, there was a thing on the screen, like a little subtitle that said, if you enjoyed this film, why not go and see La Note? La Note oh, yes. is a 1961 Michelangelo Antonioni movie starring Jean Moreau, and, or Jean Moreau, I don't know how you pronounce that, Mar- Marcello Mastriani. Uh, the, I got this off IMDb. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, it's a day in the life of an unfaithful married couple and their steadily deteriorating relationship. <laughs> I do remember seeing that <laughs> so bit perfect, going on. A perfect match to Life of Brian. <laughs> like, how very random is it to put that at the end of this movie? The, the things that like do, the Incredibles. <laughs> The things right. they do in the credits are my favorite. Yes, well, well, the Holy Grail. Once we get that. to that, you'll see oh from the God. very beginning credits. It's amazing well, the what they but do. But meaning, yes. meaning of life too. There were these great credits about like, like, like 
they build these credits out and like, uh, oh, we're sorry, the editor's been sacked. The guy who sacked the editor's been sacked. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> Holy Grail. That's, that's Holy Grail. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, there's another one. There's another thing that they kind of do with that. Well, I'm sure. Um, I'm getting. The I don't remember, step. but yes. There you go. But now for something completely different. And now for something <laughs> completely different. I wanted to ask if if anyone could think of any other comedy film that skewers religion and is as iconic as Life of Brian because mm. I really can't I think I, th- I think more than anything that's why um, it's we, we made me? sure it was on the list um shoot it just left my head <laughs> it's going uh, around. I mean Hitchhiker's Guide I was gonna say Hitchhiker's but the movie I don't feel is uh, as iconic uh, as the story it's, it's not as like yeah. yeah exactly yeah the yeah. books but, definitely but it, yeah I love for the series uh, I love Sam Rockwell Another LA story. This, this amazing. I was in a diner. I was in a diner next to Sam Rockwell. I would just that was just enough for me right there. Oh, I would no. just melt. I didn't realize I'd he was so next happy. to me. So I have an Iron Man wallet in my you hand, do. and I was with uh, having lunch with my agent because I'm a very you are very Hollywood. Yeah, tell and us more, Brock. My agent was like, "Why do you have an Iron Man wallet?" I love Iron Man. I keep saying Iron Man, Iron Man, and then I see this guy with glasses like turn, and he looks. I can see my periphery, and I think he's looking at my wallet. And he's like really staring, and then I'm having my conversation, and then at the end I turn and I'm going, "That's Sam Rockwell." <laughs> no big deal. And the Just first Sam thing Rockwell. I remember seeing him in was Hitchhikers, and I thought he was amazing. Oh, he yes. was. He he's was incredible. a very good Zayfod Beeple Brox. Very good. Zayfod Beeple Brox. I can. Uh, I love. I love Mark Wing Davy, who plays him in the in the BBC series. But yeah, I, that one I thought was an improvement over the series, which is hard for me to say. But yes. Um, I, I'm He's amazing. Up. Sam Rockwell is amazing in absolutely everything, even three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Oh, I what, do you mean I what do you mean even? <gasps> I so wow. despised that movie. Oh, wow. I despised everything and everybody in Except it. Except for Sam Rockwell. But the actors acted quite well, <laughs> and Sam Rockwell is always amazing. Yes, so I loved him, but that um, was it. Goodness. Off of the Hitchhiker's Guide and talking about all these all these things, um, did you guys see absolutely anything? Do you know what this movie is? No. I did. I did. I've yeah. Heard what is of it? The title. So this is it's it's interesting because it kind of has some my, mm. minor Hitchhiker vibes. Uh, it is starring Simon Pegg. Well, and it's the last one so of the far. last films that Robin Williams did. It oh. came out in 2015. Oh, wow. Robin Williams is a talking dog. Simon Pegg is in it, and there are aliens involved, <laughs> and the cast of Monty Python voices these aliens. Yeah. What? The, Why have I not seen this? The premise is now on my list. It's a weird premise. on our list. It's like Simon Pegg, uh, the aliens, to decide whether or not Earth is worthy, they will choose one random human to give the ultimate power to do anything, <laughs> and then oh. that, that whatever that person does helps decide if, if that planet lives. And so they Jeez. randomly choose Simon Pegg. Is Pei. it Simon terrible? Pei. Is that why we've never so heard of it's it? It's on Netflix. I, right. I don't want to say anything before everyone has a chance okay. to see it. It's okay. on our list. Okay. It's okay. I'm not spoiling anything. I won't say a word. I was going to say, like, yeah, if we yeah. haven't heard of Simon it, there's Pegg's probably great. a reason. Okay. Yeah. Yes. There's I, a couple of good Simon Pegg movies, like uh, Run, Fat Boy, Run. I love Run, Fat Boy, Run. really good. there's a couple good Simon Pegg movies. What about the Cornetto trilogy? No, no. What I was saying was, I didn't get to finish my thought. Okay, There's a couple right. good Simon Pegg uh, films that people don't know offhand. Okay. Aside from Shaun of the Dead. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, I, I got a little excited there. No, I was... no you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hate Mission Impossible, and I think he was great in the last one. Yes. The one that's not this He's one. He's just good in everything. He's great. He really is. Except Uncar Plot and Force Awakens. I really wish they'd say oh, 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 Force Awakens. I forgot. He's the guy who's like, I know. 55 one half portion. Yes. One half portion. Yeah. Like it was okay. <laughs> 
I'm so mad they cut this scene out where he gets his arm torn off by Chewbacca. I was oh. like, that would have been such a good payoff. For they were saving that for character. Solo. There you go. Do we have any final thoughts? Oh. We, I think we all generally enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah I like uh, it. It's Python. What's not it was, to like? Not was, my favorite. But no. not yeah. my least favorite. Exactly. I think it's a good gateway in for me on this, actually. Because if there yeah. are yeah, other, I liked Joe. it quite a bit. So if the others are better, and they oh, are, yeah. I would have hated to go in at the pinnacle yeah. and then everything else be like, oh, that that's was what most people do is they start, they start high and then start they go with the Holy Grail. Everybody <laughs> starts with the Holy Grail. Yeah. Yeah. And I would clarify that when I say that this is bad, it's not, not, I'm not even saying that it's bad. It's just not my favorite. It's in relative, right. yeah. relative Python terms. I get it. It's a thinker. Just like that. Just like yeah. that. <laughs> and I think ultimately what it comes down to is we should all remember to always look on the bright side of life. <laughs> <laughs> Whistling. The, the best thing to do on a podcast. I just want to mention that I think Andrew has a striking resemblance to Brian. <laughs> You do a bit to Brian, our hero. See the it's an excellent cosplay idea. It really is. Oh, you should totally just wear one sandal and be a good one. How great would that be to see who gets it? Yeah, no, that's the cosplay that I love is when I'm like, yes, you got to take a second. Yeah, it's for that one person who totally gets it. I love that. I don't want to see, you know, another Luke Skywalker. I want to see someone who's Max Rebo, the little blue elephant in Return of the Jedi. Oh God, I'd lose my mind if I saw Max Rebo. I saw someone dressed as the Shoveler from Mystery Men once. I was like, yes, that's what I live for. Like, like underground cosplay absolutely <laughs> but not like lazy like jay and silent bob i just decided to oh, cosplay yeah that's so easy awesome. and what's up with people cosplaying as kevin smith that that's, one really that's, yeah. that's weird i'm getting pretty mad look i don't know there's a lot of stan lee's around yeah and i'm like i saw a little Stanley when i was doing comic conventions little anything is good and little little lee to my favorite cosplayers were little lee and little bob ross Oh, yes. oh, that's yes. excellent. And he had like, and he had the whole thing down. He's like, it's a happy tree. <laughs> so, so I need God, a little Mr. Adorable. Rogers. Yes. And I want a little oh. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh. Well, I'm sure that those, I know those exist. I've seen pictures I think you're online, pitching the next PBS show. That's what it's I want. It's just yeah. like tiny children reenacting. Totally wow. Yes. It's like. That would be drunk history. That's but exactly with children. <laughs> 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 you saw the words for me yeah. in my mouth. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Goodness. It'd be like, I feel like sugared a, up history. A, yeah, or great if you did like PBS Junior and it was like a sketch where everyone oh, yeah. is. You wouldn't need to give them any sort of anything. You just say, okay, who is Abraham Lincoln? Oh. Yes, and let them know. And, and, reenact. and then they have yes. to reenact it as well. Yeah, yeah, said, yeah. Yes, read us the Gettysburg Address. Oh. Read us the Gettysburg <laughs> But without it in front of you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, nobody steal this. Let's do it. I'm now going to edit this out. Yeah. 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 Let's save it so we can remember. <laughs> We know people. We can make this happen. Yes. We could do it say, animated, but that wouldn't be as good. Uh, you can uh, find the other podcast that I do, Nothing New, a remake podcast at benvnetwork.com slash nothing new. Every month, Justin Kieslan and I talk about uh, remakes. Uh, go check that out. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Podcaster Andrew. This is Bethany Brinton. Uh, I'm a film composer, and you can find me on Twitter at Bethany Brinton. 
This is Cheryl Jones. I am the host of Movies Made Me podcast. You can find it at mmmpodcast.com. Podcast.com. I have to do that every time now. Uh, Social media, Facebook and Twitter at Movies Made Me Pod. Instagram at Movies Made Me. And all your favorite podcasting apps. This is Joe Myers. You can find my other show, The Podcast Macabre, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on all the things like iTunes and Spotify and that sort of thing. Uh, websites, podcastmacabre.com. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at that Joe Myers. Um, Elisa Gonzalez. I'm at this Elisa. Uh, still working on my podcast with. Uh Gone with the wind minute with Cheryl. Yeah. She's we're never, not never on board. Gonna, but, you're um, going to be working on that for a long time. <laughs> I'm Brock Powell. Uh, I host another podcast with some very funny people uh, at uh, the Unpop Podcast. You can find us on all the things. I'm a voice actor. You can find me on all the socials under at Brock Vox, B-R-O-C-K-V-O-X. And I am working on a podcast called The Golden Grills, where we watch uh, episodes of The Golden Girl and uh, cook a different meat. <laughs> I like that. I am on board. I really, really want to make that happen. I like that. I want to do the episode that Quentin plays the Elvis impersonator. Yes. Just that one on a loop. And then we'll deep fry, we'll grill some peanut butter sandwiches. Oh my God, I'm just going to come over and hang out when you do that. I want to eat that. Let's do it right now. <laughs> okay. All righty.